Turn to M3 and Karen B for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance related implementation guidance or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is. Can our Medicare eligible employees contribute to an HSA or can we, as the employer, continue to contribute to the HSA of a Medicare eligible employee? And the answer is, it depends. This subject, the relationship between Medicare and HSAs, is definitely confusing, but I will try to break it down for you. As you probably know, HSA stands for Health Savings Account which functions much like a bank account. They were created in 2003 as a mechanism for individuals who participate in an HDHP, or High Deductible Health Plan, to save tax-free dollars to pay for qualified medical expenses. There are certain eligibility requirements that must be met in order for an employee to contribute money to an HSA. Those requirements are They must be enrolled in an HDHP, High Deductible Health Plan. They cannot be covered by any other impermissible healthcare coverage. They cannot be claimed as a dependent on someone else's tax return. And here's the key, they cannot be enrolled in Medicare A or B. The law is very clear that if an employee is entitled to and enrolls in Medicare A or B, HSA contributions can no longer be made by that employee or by the employer. If an employee wishes to contribute to an HSA, even though they are Medicare eligible, so not necessarily enrolled, but eligible, their enrollment in Medicare could be delayed. Employees who work for an employer with more than 20 employees could possibly delay Medicare enrollment because healthcare coverage provided by the employer, pays primary to Medicare, meaning that healthcare coverage pays first. The scenarios include working employees could decline Medicare Part B and enroll when employer coverage is lost. Working employees could decline Part A as long as they're not accepting Social Security benefits. If the employee declines both Medicare Parts A and B, they could still contribute to the HSA as long as all the other conditions are met. Employees of smaller employers, so 20 or less, most likely will take Medicare coverage when it's first available as Medicare pays primary to any group health coverage offered by the employer. Employees that are not collecting Social Security benefits at the time of Medicare eligibility and choose not to until they retire should take special precautions when it comes to HSA contributions. All HSA contributions should be stopped up to six months before the collection of Social Security benefits because Medicare Part A can be retroactive up to six months. If the contributions are not stopped, there may be tax penalties due to being ineligible to contribute because of that Medicare entitlement. If employers mistakenly contribute to the HSA of an employee who's enrolled in Medicare, 
corrections can be made, but only if the mistakes are corrected in the same year in which the contributions are made. So it is very important that both you as the employer and your employees understand Medicare eligibility and how it can affect eligibility to contribute to an HSA or health savings account. It would be wise to do a regular audit of your employee population to understand how compliance issues with these requirements can be avoided. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.